Welcome to Coffee with the Doc, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor with over 30 years experience helping people just like you with natural, holistic healthcare and lifestyle change. Dr. Schaefer is the creator of The Vibrant Lifestyle, a wellness program designed around six fundamental principles that when applied to your life will result in remarkable changes. Again, welcome to Coffee with the Doc. And here's Dr. Schaefer. It's good to be back. It's good to have you back. Uh, today we're going to continue with uh, some sleep conditions. Most commonly, and what we're going to talk about today is sleep apnea. An awful lot of Americans uh, have it, which we'll talk about in just a minute. But what exactly is sleep apnea? You hear people that uh, wear the uh, CPAP machine at night. Maybe you do. Let's talk a little bit about it. Uh, we fit this into proper rest uh, in my uh, Vibrant Lifestyle program which involves uh, proper exercise, proper rest, proper nutrition, proper mental, emotional, spiritual well-being, proper structure, and purging and eliminating toxins. So this fits in quite well with proper sleep and getting proper rest. Well, sleep apnea is actually a condition where if you look at the words, uh, apnea means uh, a cessation or stop breathing. So when you're sleeping, you stop breathing. Now, the combination of that doesn't sound too good, does it? But uh, the apnea part is really when you when you stop breathing for at least 10 seconds. There's a couple different types of sleep apnea. The most common type is obstructive sleep apnea, which really involves the muscles in the back of the throat. They fail to keep the airway open while you are sleeping. It's many times associated with snoring as well. But when you're not breathing as much as you normally would, obviously the reason we breathe is to take in oxygen. That means that you may be a little bit low on your oxygen uh, saturation levels in the blood, which can obviously cause an awful lot of health issues. So some of the symptoms of sleep apnea, obviously you can wake up feeling tired because you did not rest properly, but it can lead to some hypertension, heart disease. It can obviously affect your mood and your memory. Uh, A number of other conditions can be related to sleep apnea as well. But as I mentioned, a a large number of Americans uh, suffer with it. The estimates are close to 20 million. And I I probably believe that it's a bit higher than that. Uh, They have some uh, evidence that looks at maybe two or 3% of of kids have some type of sleep apnea. But again, uh, it may be as high as 10 or 20% of children have some type of sleep apnea. So the causes for it, and there's a a number of different causes. for this, but we'll talk about uh, a few of those causes. And obviously, if we have a, a particular cause for something, we have a better chance of helping. But uh, one of the one of the one of the causes for this closing down of the airway uh, is that the, maybe the tonsils or back of the throat is enlarged. It's just common in overweight folks. Uh, Some of the different jaw formations lead to it. In other words, bite formations, how your teeth come together, uh, contribute to that. It's real common in folks with a very large neck. But it's also been related to folks that smoke, uh, alcohol use, and it's much more common in folks over 40 years old. And a higher number of of ethnic groups have uh, this sleep apnea problem. But 
if you look across the board, it's uh, it's pretty prevalent. There are some uh, genetic factors as well uh, that uh, contribute to that. So if if your parents suffered with it, uh, you may suffer with it as well. Uh, let's get back to and talk a little bit about some of the symptoms of sleep apnea. Uh, snoring again, as a, as I mentioned, is an indicator that you might have this problem. Um, and and I will tell you that you may not be aware. Obviously, you're sleeping, but your spouse or significant other may be able to tell you more about whether or not they think you have sleep apnea. If they've ever woken up in the night next to you, and they just listen to your snoring and stopping breathing, there's a probably a pretty good chance that you may have uh, sleep apnea. But you you have a, a little more drowsiness, uh, sleepiness. Um, you might have difficulty concentrating because it has a, a direct effect on the brain. Depression is a is another uh, symptom of that. So you can have much more easy mood swings, more irritable, uh, more depressed. May have some learning difficulties as well. Difficulties of staying awake while you're working or on the phone or maybe even driving. Uh, so if you leave this sleep apnea condition untreated it can cause to much more serious conditions. As I mentioned previous, high blood pressure, heart attacks, uh, uh, heart failure, arrhythmias, uh, de- a depression, uh, real significant, de- etc. So how do you how do you figure this out? You know, how do you know for sure whether or not uh, you have sleep apnea? Well, there's a couple of different tests that can be done. They're both sleep-related tests. There's a in-lab test, but the most common uh, is a home sleep apnea test. Typically, uh, and the reason that this is probably the most common nowadays is that insurance companies, uh, most of them require the home test first before they will authorize and pay for the in-lab, you know, overnight sleep study. But it's real simple. You, you wear a monitor at nighttime. they got a couple different things hooked up to you where the d- data can be collected that will monitor your sleep and monitor your breathing throughout the night. They can kind of determine your different sleep cycles, etc. Typically, uh, that is not as accurate as the overnight lab test. So if you're already picking up uh, enough cessation of breathing while sleeping on the home test, most uh, sleep specialists can diagnose you with sleep apnea from that and go from there. So your sleep is monitored, uh, try to determine the severity of or existence of sleep apnea. Uh, A minimal amount of uh, apneas or or stopping breathing at the night is less than five, so that would really not be categorized as sleep apnea. But a mild case is somewhere between five and 15, moderate uh, 15 to 30 cessations or apneas, uh, stopping breathing uh, per hour, and more severe is greater than 30. So they have an index that they can kind of rate the extent of your sleep apnea. But what can be done about sleep apnea? Well, let's let's talk about a, f- a few of the natural methods first. Obviously, the most common way of treating uh, sleep apnea is with the CPAP machine, which you may or may not be familiar with. But we'll talk about that in, in just a minute because there are some lifestyle things that that may help, but it may help you enough, especially if you're in that moderate to mild level of sleep apnea. One of the particular causing factors is that closing down of the airway is an individual that is overweight. So you can lose weight as a, as a potential way to help reduce 
uh, the sleep apnea condition. If you you utilize alcohol uh, or smoke, uh, those are another two things that contribute to sleep apnea. So certainly you can quit doing those. But there's a, a number of other treatments that we get into. Positions are also how you sleep. We've talked about sleep positions uh, before and and ways to get a better night's sleep sleeping on your back oddly enough well, as a chiropractor i see that as a, as a good thing uh, as far as your back goes but it's a bad thing when it comes to sleep apnea because it, it kind of puts your head in a position your throat in a position that contribute to that so sleeping on your side actually is a better position to help prevent sleep apnea there are some surgeries that they can do. There's actually a, a brace that you can wear that, that kind of goes around you that that has uh, some blocking in the back that will permit you or not permit you to roll onto your back. So I guess that would take a little bit of getting used to, but it kind of can retrain you to sleep on your side, which may help greatly with your sleep apnea condition. There are some surgeries that they can do to help kind of take away certain tissues in the back of the throat, the soft palate, the tonsil area, uh, actually the back of the tongue. Uh, sounds pretty uh, extreme to me. And some different bite applications that, that you can wear to help keep the jaw in the right position during, the, during sleep. Those are a couple of, couple of different ways, some of the everyday habits that you might be able to improve on that we talked about can help also i would go down all of those different routes sinus conditions are, are another one so if you have sinus problems it can contribute to that post nasal drainage into the back of the throat at nighttime especially and kind of help contribute to that closing down of the airway so if you address that congestion uh, sinus issue that's another way to to kind of go at it and then there is the infamous uh CPAP uh, machine, which basically is a mask that you wear and it, it pressurizes the air into your lungs. So it does not allow that closing down of the airway and struggling with that. A lot of people utilize these uh, CPAP machines, some of them with great success. They notice a considerable improvement in how they feel and obviously their sleep improved sleep is the reason for that it does take a little bit of a adjustment to get used to that machine and some people simply cannot cannot wear it and they've got to go with the alternative methods try to do everything they can at more natural basis versus the CPAP machine. So I try the natural methods first. If you believe you're struggling with that, if you have a, a partner that can monitor your sleep periodically and, and let you know, hey, you know, you, you do stop breathing many times in an hour, uh, talk to your primary care physician. They'll hook you up with a home monitoring uh, system that will monitor your sleep, then they can take that to a sleep specialist who can then evaluate that and determine if you have sleep apnea, is it mild, moderate, or severe, and what are your options. Almost all of them do push you towards the CPAP machine as the ultimate way to do that. But again, uh, we talked about some of the natural methods that you can utilize first. I hope that helps you get a better understanding of what uh, sleep apnea is. Uh, basically, it, it's a great negative impact on your sleep cycle. So when we lose sleep, we know our health deteriorates rather quickly and it's a, a wide stemming issues in terms of your health 
when you're not getting proper sleep, not getting proper oxygenation during the course of the night. And be sure to include uh, regular chiropractic care and management of any particular condition that you might have. Uh, Having a properly functioning nervous system without irritation is important. Whatever you're recovering from. So sleep apnea is no different. Uh, You need to make sure you have proper spinal alignment in the upper thoracic cervical spine. This is the area where the nerves come through that go to your upper respiratory area. So make sure you include that in the management of this particular condition. I recommend regular chiropractic care for just about everyone. We all have a spine that we abuse on a daily basis from infants to Uh, We call it cradle to grave. Basically, all of us throughout the course of our life put irritation on our spine repeatedly through our daily activities, all the little injuries of life, all the little falls, etc. And just our daily activities can misalign vertebrae, cause some degree of nerve irritation, and impact your overall health and well-being. So be sure to include that with management of sleep apnea. This has been Dr. Glenn Schaefer with Coffee on the Duck. If you have any questions, you can contact me at my personal email, gsspine at gmail.com. I will respond to you quickly and promptly. If maybe you have topics that you'd like to hear about, I'd be glad to research some things for you and do a podcast on that. Well, anyway, I appreciate you listening. Tell others about, uh, about our podcast, Coffee with the Doc.